With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The new and improved version of Rocket Man. Rocket Man 2.0. And in the studio joining us right now, Zorks, how good is this? Rocket <sighs> Men. The coolest so jobs cool. on the planet. Paul Jones is a jet suit pilot. I guess that is the technical term. He's also the head of flight training for Gravity Industries in the UK. And he's brought along his good mate, who's also a jet suit pilot, Ryan Hopgood. Paul, Ryan, firstly, welcome to our great city, our great state, our great country. But how great is your job? Please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having us. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here in Brisbane. Um, it's actually our first time in Australia as well, so we're really excited to be here and we feel really welcome. So, yeah, thank you. We are made of questions, aren't we, Zorks? <laughs> There's a lot of hows we are going to ask you. First of all... I've almost questioned them all out of after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, does it, how does it work? I mean, you're the modern-day Tony Stark's Iron Man suits and uh, how does being in a jet suit work? So it's a very simple pit of kit when you break it down, actually. So we use these miniature jet engines like you have on an aeroplane, um, and we're simply using those to just balance. So we pull the power in, and then we're simply balancing on the thrust of these jet engines to hold us stable. And then once you get good at it, you can use it to your advantage and then fly around. So very simple. Seven jet yes. engines? Yeah, seven. Yeah. So you have two on each arm and then three on the back. So and how many have you got now? Um, suits in total, yeah, um, about ten now, I believe, Brian. Yeah, yeah we're at, we're at ten now. We've got two with us here today. Um, the you know we're flying one at the Gabba later. Got a spare one just in case, but yeah. And, and that's why there's two of you because being a a live show, and if there is a yeah, heaven forbid a malfunction or it doesn't start, you've yeah. got yeah, one in reserve the, ready to go. Yeah, exactly that. In the very slim chance that something does go wrong, um, we just don't want to mess up the show for the Gabba, really. So we've we've come prepared. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get that question out of the road, Zorks. Yeah, because yeah, it's the one you've been asking all day. What about how loud it is? No. What if it goes wrong? Yeah. Has, well, has it gone wrong? Has it gone? How many times has your fault? I mean, surely there has to have been some accidents over the time. Yeah, for sure. So definitely in the early days um, when we were testing and everything like that, um, when it was very much an early prototype, then there was a little bit of an issue. Um, but nowadays it's so reliable. I mean, how many times do you get on an aeroplane and think about the engine's not working? No, it doesn't. Oh, every, very- oh, <laughs> no, I'm thinking about it all the time. <laughs> so you, you don't naturally think about it a lot, right? Because yeah. you, you've put that trust in the technology. So um, it's a very reliable bit of kit. And with all our pre-flight checks and safety regulations and everything like that, we make sure it's all okay. And we've performed, what, four flights now? And everything's been fine. Oh, yeah. They're all good. Um, so, yeah, we're all set. So four, we'll be fine. four flights at the Gabba? You've, yeah, so far, yeah. 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 yeah, two so test flights. Oh, no, four test flights and one media shoot. So, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. been five flights now. So, yeah, doing all right. <laughs> First... First time in a stadium as well that you've actually... For us too, yeah. Yeah? yeah. The company's uh, done a few before. But. Yeah. But uh, this is our first time and it's been incredible so far. And I think Paul's really looking forward to tonight. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. 
Well, where have you then flown in the past? So it's not uncommon to do sporting events, is it? But first time in a stadium. So where else would you have flown? Yeah, definitely. So we, uh, our kind of like range of what we do is quite, there's a big plethora of stuff that we do. So everything from air shows all the way down to flying at the Formula One um, in Austria, um, all the way down to private events. So it kind of really does depend. Um, but yeah, lots of kind of sporting related stuff. Um, but it doesn't have to be. First time in a stadium. All right. So the, what for us but, though? Yeah, 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 yeah. But so what are the what are the things you, that that would change? For, actually, you've probably got something to run into. I suppose <laughs> that, that would be one thing. Yeah, correct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. try not to fly into the stands. Yeah, <laughs> excite the crowd. Keep yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be a little bit too much then. Um, but yeah, um, it, it's it's a lovely wide area that Gabra. It's a fantastic stadium. Um, so it's got a lot of lo- loads of space, lots of good takeoff spots. So yeah, it's going to be quite fun. Yeah, for the kids and the. Parents, I mean, how loud are we expecting this? But you said you've got pretty much seven jet engines on your arms. Yeah. Mm. How do you guys deal with that sort of noise and that pressure on your ears? So we, we use ear protection. Um, and on top of that, we have a helmet. But a lot of the noise goes away from us. It is incredibly loud from, you know, uh, outside point of view. You're going to want some fingers in your ears, I think. <laughs> you, you said off air that you could drown out an F1 car. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, but other yeah, Gabber as well, as it's a... Uh, as it's a nice big oval, um, all of the noise kind of shoots up into the sky. Well, look, I've played there in front of a full house, right? Yeah. <laughs> the noise stays inside the oh, stadium. amazing. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling you now, I've got goosebumps thinking about it Brilliant. in some of the games that we've yeah. been involved. The noise, it's one of the stadiums that I've played at where the noise is on top of you. Like, Brilliant. you do not... Oh, well, you we'll, can't hide from it. We'll cause some excitement. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah, give definitely. them a run for their money. I've That's heard crazy. Aussie fans are pretty, uh, pretty up there, so we'll, uh, we'll give them a run. Oh, they're going to love it. Paul Jones, Ryan Hobgood, our guests this morning. They are rocket men, jet suit pilots. Uh, again, the house, the house. How do you, how do you even get into doing something like this? Paul, I'm going to start with you. How, yes. how, yeah. um, so I, I'm actually going to pass this off to Ryan because I actually got involved through my colleague here. So, oh, okay. Um, Ryan, Ryan kind of got flying. Ryan, so, yeah, all right, exactly. Right. So I'll, I'll kind of pass over to Ryan and then I can explain from there. Yeah. So um, as Paul said, I got him involved. We've known each other for a long time outside of this, and uh, luckily we've been able to go through this journey together, which is pretty cool. But I'm an ex gymnast. Um, was a gymnast in the age of four, like elite standard, all the way up to the age of 24. Uh, years ago, back in I think 20. 2018, I got an email from our founder, Richard Browning, and he was looking for pilots. He was looking for people who are lightweight, aerially aware, strong, and he thought, oh, you know, gymnast, perfect for that. So he sent an email out to like a huge range of people, and I was the only person to reply. I literally met him the following morning, and uh, yeah, the journey progressed from there. Yeah, that's insane. A lucky email. Yeah, a lucky email. Not a scam either. No, no, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's the thing. That's the thing. It's, it was a bit of a weird email. So, like, <laughs> would you like, to, as well? would you yeah, like yeah. to fly click on this link? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. exactly. But yeah, you ended up um, ringing me on the way home, actually. Um, and he was like, you would never believe what I've just done. And I was and like, he no, could I, not I could not it. guess it. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't believe it. Um, and then he was like, yeah, he's looking for other people to get involved. And then he was quite fortunate to to offer me a kind of into the company um, and then I spent a very long time emailing people in the company going when can I come see it I want to see it yeah. nothing else I wanted to do and then spent a lot of time kind of chasing to be involved and then turning up for free helping out back in the early days when it was not really a, 
a solid company. It was very, very early stages, not many people involved. Um, and then through turning up for free for well, a thousand hours, got fired from like two, three jobs, um, eventually developed my own kind of little role in the company. And now we're doing it together. So it's been a long journey, but it's just the start. So exciting. Head of flight training for Gravity Industries. That's, sure. a, that's, a, that's a fair thing to put on, on LinkedIn. Uh, you mentioned about <laughs> yeah. being lightweight. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so it rules me out, so I have to now oh, look for another all. drink. Please. Okay, well, what, is there a way no, to... No, it? So, for you. Yeah, so <laughs> That's very quite kind. simply, is you're putting out a load of power, right? So yeah. it needs to have enough power to, to lift you and the suit itself. Mm. And then if it's a hotter temperature country like like here um the engines are struggling a little bit more so you need a bit more power um however if you're like ryan ryan's a lot lighter than me so he runs less power than i do um i've been eating too much uh, too much food um but with our new technology coming out we've actually got power more powerful engines coming soon so we'll be able to lift heavier pilots um but when you're learning you don't there's not a weight limit you know yeah because you're not actually flying when you're learning um we kind of develop it up slowly over a couple of uh, days training how high Mm. Can you get or do you get? Are you allowed to get? And how fast can you go? And the range. How yeah. For until sure. it runs out. All yeah. very good questions. So um, height limit, um, there's not really a height limit to it. It doesn't work on ground proportion or, or ground effect or anything. Um, it's quite simply if you vector your arms down, which means you push your arms down, um, you just shoot up to the sky. So we could do about 6,000 <laughs> feet if you wanted to. However, that would be extremely dangerous. <laughs> so we tend to terrain hug when we fly. So, you know, keeping ourselves not too high off the ground, making sure that if there is an incident, that we're only falling a couple of feet off the ground and it will be no worse than a motorbike accident, if not a lot better, because we never travel too too fast. Um, so Hang on, think, you've got seven jets strapped to you. You're yeah, going sure. fast, yeah, right? But well, it's you, your in yeah. control, so okay. you can keep it pretty, pretty tame. There's no brakes. So. Oh, there is. Well, you, you use, use your, your arms. arms. If yeah. you point them in the opposite direction, you go the opposite direction of where you point them. So if you're traveling forwards, you tend to have your arms behind you. If you want to come in for breaks, you just whack your arms in front of you and it slows you down. Do you know anything, Ben? <laughs> 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 makes on. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense once you explain it, but sure, right. So, so the owner's done 86 miles an hour before. Um, so our, our founder and chief test pilot, Richard Browning, um, he's done 86 miles an hour a few years back. So that's about, um, what, 140 k? Yeah, about, about hour? that, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was with a less powerful suit. Um, but like Rich, uh, Ryan was saying earlier, um, it was using kind of like a wingsuit to kind of help propel and give you more lift. Because um, as you start flying that fast, your body actually starts transitioning into a horizontal position. So you end up being in almost like a planche position. I don't know if you know what planche yeah, is. Yep. Yeah. So you end up flying in a planche shape as you're flying it wow. that fast. It's insane. Um, but again, stupidly fast. Um, <laughs> quite dangerous. Ground. Yeah, um, so not, not too good. Um, we have about four and a half minute flight time, so it doesn't sound like a lot, but you can do quite a lot of distance in that kind of time. Um, we're kind of limited on, on a lot of different factors, so how much fuel we can carry, mm. um, how much the pilot weighs, and, yeah, um, and the air density and everything like that. But four and a half minutes is about what you can do. What's a fuel by? Jet fuel? Or is that a stupid question? Yeah. No, jet fuel, yeah. But it also runs on diesel. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, you know what I'm picturing now? Top it up. I, I'm <laughs> picturing Ghostbusters. You know when they put the packs on for the first time and they're yeah. wearing a nuclear power plant on their pack? And I'm thinking, I'm strapping jets to me. Jet fuel, there's seven of them. That, I don't that's, know. That's, funny. that's how I felt the first time I did it. Yeah, but like good. now we've been around the kit so much, like it's actually really safe. Oh, what's, yeah. what's it weigh? Uh, it's about 30 kg once mm. it's got like a full tank of fuel. Mm. 
Because so when you're flying, you'd, do you feel weightless? Well, yeah, the, yeah, the second you pull in that accelerator, like it all lifts itself anyway. So it's yeah. actually easier to fly it than it is to walk around with it on your back. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yep. We are made of questions this morning. Rocket men, and plural, in the, the studio with us tonight. You'll see them uh, at the Gabba. If you're heading down, make sure you get your tickets today. Ticket Tech at the Brisbane Heat. They kick off Big Bash for 2023-24. It's against the Melbourne Stars. That's the sideshow. The big show <laughs> is Glenn Maxwell. The bigger show of these two blokes right here in front of us, Ryan, Hoopgood, Ryan Hopgood and Paul Jones. Uh, they are rocket men. Uh, now, boys, th- there's actually practical applications for this. I mean, we're talking entertainment, we're talking sport, yep. but there's, there's practical applications for this, Definitely, isn't it? yeah. Um, we're trying to have a, a big plethora of stuff that we do. So um, applications, are, obviously, there's military use, um, search and rescue, something that we're really uh, a big fan of trying to push. Um, so imagine you're a paramedic and you need to get to a casualty in a first response situation as soon as possible um, if you're in certain terrain that you can't get to for example mountains um, mountains are extremely difficult terrains to, to approach um, and for an example um, there's a mountain in, in the United Kingdom called Helvellyn um, it's around an hour and 20 minute response to get to the top so if you have a heart attack or you need open heart surgery for some reason mm. it's an extremely long walk to get there now you could say I'll oh, just fly a helicopter in it's like, yeah, you can do that. Um, but 85% of the year there, you can't land a helicopter because of the low cloud cover. Um, we can fly up there in three and a half minutes. And that was first try at 25 miles an hour. Now, going back to us doing 86 miles an hour, yeah, right. three and a half minutes, that's an extremely fast period of time. So if you need to get to a casualty as soon as possible to stabilize that situation, there's nothing else that can get to there as quick as we can. So trials, or is that in play in the um, UK right now? It's kind of in play. It's it's on the fence at the moment. Um, yeah. We're working with lots of different search and rescue um, companies across the UK. Um, and we do have a paramedic that is flying now and that has wow. done a few um, test exercises. Wow. And hopefully early next year, we will be having them on call, ready to go and try and uh, beat that response time, which we definitely can do. Mm. Have you got, you've got more questions, Orcs. I know this. Well, do we need to get to a break or what, what, what are we... Oh, okay. I've been told we need to get to a break. Uh, actually, if, you, if, you've, if you've got questions, if you've got questions for the boys... Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, fire them in. Yeah, yeah fire them in. Exactly. 13, 13, 50. How rude are we? We're hogging them yeah, to ourselves. I know. <laughs> 13, 13, 55 uh, is the Suncorp Home Resilience open line. Oh, you can send us a text as well, 0467 736 736. We haven't even asked if they can stay. But they're captives now, so they will be. Yeah. They'll be here for your pleasure, our pleasure as well. <laughs> We've got time. 17 <laughs> minutes past eight here on SENQ, your new home of sport. Ah, oh, and we are just open for anything this morning. The joining us in the studio, the Rocket Men themselves, Paul Jones and Ryan Hopgood. Tonight, they will be at the Gabba for Zorks one Night only. <laughs> the disappointment on this man's face that was 60 priceless, seconds yeah. ago when he found out that Rocketman is only here tonight at the Gabba. So if you haven't got your tickets, Ticket Tech, even though there are five home matches for the Heat at the Gabba this year or this summer, tonight is the night for Rocketman. I'm disappointed. Really? <laughs> well, I'm not there tonight. Well, you I was planning on time. taking the kids to another game. You can still come. Yeah, well, we have to make some calls, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> or, or Hang on. Well, what time are we on tonight? What time are we teeing off? Hang on, teeing off? Half time. Yeah, yeah half time. The innings yeah, break. The innings, the innings break. break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's about 7, 7.30, I think. It's 7.45. Yeah, about yeah. that, yeah. Mm. Uh, see what I can do. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we well, go. What, time, what time do you have to It'll be, be training it. in the morning? Oh, it's early. I'll probably have to leave home, you know, quarter to six, which isn't too bad. I mean, that's yeah. all right. But two kids, got to put them to bed. You know, they're not going to get there. Oh, 
Oh, it's tough. It's tough. Isn't it? It's tough. Look at that little mini violin. Speaking oh. of tra- speaking of <laughs> speaking of training, boys, how, how much training do you need to do? Uh, say if say if Zorks wanted to do this, can can, can he? And yeah. if I say him, I mean me as well. I mean, yeah, sure. yeah. everyone's uh, able to do this. Um, it's it's like learning to ride a bicycle, really. Um, it's all balance related. So um, everyone's got the ability to learn. Um, we offer it to everyone, the general public. We have two training facilities in the world at the moment. Um, we have one in the United Kingdom based at the Goodwood Motor Circuit and also in Bakersfield, California at the moment. Now, we're slowly expanding. Um, Ryan was mentioning earlier that we're opening a place in Dubai as well, um, which we'll touch upon later because there's some exciting stuff to talk about about that. Um, and then hopefully um, that can kind of, you know, develop over time and then hopefully we can get one out in Australia. So, yeah, slowly developing. Is it all done over water? What do you do it over grass? Is it like, I'm just thinking, I, I always just think, where am I going to fall? What am I going <laughs> to land on? Like, naturally. No, uh, it's not the point. <laughs> I get it. It's to stay I get up. we're flying. I get it. If I happen to have a mishap, yeah, Where no, am I falling so we, um, We've got a whole training system and a, uh, a rig that we set you up onto. So you've got a little safety tether that clips onto the back of the suit. If you were to fall over, you can't even scrape your knees on the floor. You know, it's <laughs> all nice and safe. And on top of that, we've got a training remote system. So we can increase, decrease your power. We can take your finger off the accelerator or if something goes wrong, not that it ever does, you can just shut the whole suit down. And fall out of the sky. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite. But yeah. so we, only, we only need to kind of let you off the safety system after uh, um, we, you go for our four-week training program. So it's four weeks long, um, but it's four days a week. So it's 16 days worth of training. Um, but that is for our sign-off. Um, but it's like, like learning to drive a car, you know. Yeah. You, you learn and have all your lessons, but you actually really start learning once you've passed and mm. you're off on free flight and you're off doing your own thing. So I could buy a suit. So we tend to not really sell them to the public. <laughs> Good try. We, we, used to, we used to in the past, but we, we've kind of um, we've kind of kept it to ourselves now. It's a little bit like um, a, a high-end race car teams um, that sell them. You know, you the car, but then they put on the track bay. They kind of look look after it for you. Do all the okay. maintenance. Um, so touching on that, if you would like to buy one or use one, and we're actually launching a race series next year. Um, so imagine eight or nine of these suits flying around racing um, around each other. Um, oh, so this is actually happening in February. That is our first one. Um, and we're doing it in Dubai, um, just outside of um, uh, the skydiving center there. So it's going to be very exciting. Um, and now with that, that is going to kind of launch our race series into 2025, which is when the main race series is going to happen. And what it will be is iconic venues around the world. So imagine a race series in Brisbane. I can um, imagine a race yeah. series in Brisbane. Yeah. You have to duck under the Story Bridge. That iconic. was like epic. Yeah, Brisbane yeah. iconic. Exactly. Um, and then we can kind of like you know from there kind of get people involved, so we could be with the Brisbane Heat again and um, do all kinds of things. So I, very exciting. It wouldn't necessarily be. You. It. It would almost be like a time trial sort of race. I um, wouldn't imagine. You're lining up no, next no, to someone, eight, and we're on. No, eight pilots. Oh, we're on. Racing yeah, in each other. the air at in once. The air, at once. Like right. through, through a course. And, yeah. Yes. So when you were talking about where we like to fly, yeah. um, racing in high speed, we like to do it over water for okay. the simple reason of pilot safety. If you were to have an incident and crash into someone in a race, um, if you land on grass or concrete, it's not going to be very fun. Uh. However, if you're on water, it's not that bad. You can go a bit faster. You can fly a bit higher. Um, it's still going to not be pleasant, but you will land in the water. The whole suit floats itself. You wear a life jacket. Yeah. Is the and suit going to break? No, no, it's absolutely fine. The worst thing about it is the engines. The engines just get kind of trashed. And then everything else is absolutely fine. All the electronics are waterproofed. 
Um, it's very safe. And even if you do get knocked out or anything like that, which is very unlikely because you're not flying that fast or the impact's not high enough, um, the suit will actually float you facing upwards so you, you can your head will be in the sky. So. I have thought of everything. We have just a little bit. Lots yeah. of progress. Yeah, yeah, we can't take any credit for uh, the development of the suit, though. We're just crazy people that like to fly it and teach people how to fly. Um, all of the development's done by a team in the UK um, and, and pushed forward from them. So Alex and Sam are the two main um, people that kind of look after the suit. Can I ask you about cricket? Asking Englishman oh, about so, cricket after the ashes. Oh, yeah, so yeah, this is try. a tough situation. <laughs> so we're, we're really excited for this evening, actually, because we, we're not... Actually, that big cricket fans. We've don't we've never seen a cricket game. Oh, well, before. you're Englishman. That's all right. Yeah, neither neither so is your test team. So that's we are okay. really <laughs> yeah. We are really yeah, we are really excited to see a game. Um, we're really excited to see what it's going to be like because um, it's something that we've not really been involved in, and through this opportunity of being here, we're going to be able to witness it. So it's very exciting, and we're going to look forward to learning lots about it. All right. Well, the Heat have got a couple of Englishmen in their team. Uh, yeah. Sam Billings, who mm-hmm. will be the, the the keeper, uh, he's a pretty good batsman as well. Uh, there's a guy called Paul Walter. We don't know much about, except he's tall. He's known okay. as Tall Paul. Great. Yeah, well, nice. Nicknames, right? <laughs> exactly. Good name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two meters. He he can bat and bowl. So that that's that's the Heat. And um, there's a bloke who plays for the Stars. His name's Glenn Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the World Cup, just gone the one day World Cup. Um, sure. Yeah, double century. Uh, unbelievable. He's Probably the best white ball cricketer on the planet right now. There's no bias right there, but really? there we go. I'm just throwing it out there. So yeah, yeah. you're going to be you're going to be in for a treat. Amazing, good to mm. hear. Yeah, yeah we're really stuff. excited for it. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be good. Perfect. <laughs> I'm just looking at the clock, and I've got about another 1,000 questions, but we can't. But boys, um, th- thank you so much for no. coming in today no, and, and, and joining yeah. us. And I hope everyone on their way to work, on their way to school, a couple more days to go, uh, getting ready and pumped for this tonight and enjoy that conversation as much as uh, Zorks and I did. Well, get your tickets. Get hey. your tickets. There's still tickets available. Make yep. sure you get There's there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Get, get your tickets. It's going to be unreal. Left. Exactly. The It'll Gabba. Be worth it. Because we are on the countdown too before the Gabba gets knocked down. We've got to start that knockdown, uh, that countdown. A couple of years to go, but there's a number of <laughs> events that can only. 70 happen. events left, you reckon? 70 or 60. Depends how well you guys go in the finals. Uh, 13, 13, oh. 55, oh. 9, 4, 6, oh. 7, 7, 3, and the heat. As well. That's it. Because if they make a final, they could host a... Oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, the Suncorp Home Insurance line is open to you. Uh, thank you to Ryan. Thank you to Paul. Thank Enjoy you, tonight. Rocket Men, how good is this? It's half past eight here on SE. Rocket Man. We're running out of